hello 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 oh my goodness um good to be back i literally have not made an episode since i think it was like february maybe march um but yeah i was looking through my podcast that i listened to on spotify today trying to find something to listen to while i was eating my lunch and i saw mine pop up and i was like oh forgot i had that thing let me listen to an old episode of mine and so I listened to it and it just kind of sparked an interest in me to want to start back up I was really loving doing the podcast when I was doing it for those four episodes or so um I have a really bad habit of starting creative projects and not finishing them um I call it a bad habit but honestly it's really okay. Like I'm very hard on myself when it comes to schoolwork and working out and mental health things. And in so many areas of my life, I'm very hard on myself and strict and like just trying to get everything done and do a million things. And so I think the reason I start these creative endeavors and end up never really finishing them um is because that's like an arena of my life that I'm allowed to be a little less strict with myself and if I don't feel inspired or if something that was meant to be fun and creative and therapeutic ever starts feeling like an added stressor out of my life I'm never going to be the person to force myself to continue with that um I'm a writer and there have been so many books or short stories or just any sort of writing endeavors that I have started that I have not finished um like a lot like a lot a lot of unfinished books it's insane and I always hope to go back one day and finish them or feel re-inspired but like I said I'm never gonna force it um I'm super young it's not my job I there's no reason for me to force it it's it's not my career so that's exactly how I feel about the podcast. That's how I feel about painting. That's how I feel all about all of my artsy fartsy stuff. Um, I'm not going to force it. And basically what had happened was I started this podcast, was really liking it. And then I just hit a really difficult season of life um, in spring there, right around the time this last, the last episode to this podcast came out. Um, yeah it shit just got real y'all like it was it was a hard season mentally and um physically I was having all these like bizarre health issues and it was really just affecting my quality of life and I I really was struggling to do um you know all my day-to-day tasks like school and keeping up with friends and family and um just taking care of myself and it was kind of a slap in the face a little kick in the ass to restart my life and start a new chapter and kind of dismantle things that had been working for me for a while like um mental health tools that used to help me get out of stressful times or uh, depression or any of that they weren't working for me anymore and that was super scary and I kind of had to face um some unknown in my life and yeah unlearn a lot of things that I had learned a lot of habits I had learned and kind of build from the ground up and I also had to start taking care of myself physically I've focused on mental health for so many years because I've had to to survive um 
and in doing so I've kind of neglected my physical health and that really started showing up in my life and it was scary and um but I'm grateful for it because I have a lot of new healthy habits now that now incorporate things outside of just thought work and um journaling and all of that kind of stuff so it was a difficult period of my life um but it was necessary and I took a break from a lot of things and then over summer I kind of started you know just finding myself again and finding what was going to work for me now as a 21 year old and um and you know the the things I had learned in therapy when I was 14, 15, 16, they, they just weren't working for me anymore. So it was just kind of relearning in these past uh, several months of my life. Um, but yeah, turned 21. I literally just got off the phone with my therapist and quit therapy for the first time in my life. I've been in therapy for seven years and I will definitely go back one day. I I don't believe that therapy is something that you quit and you never go back to. I think it's an ongoing life process and it's just it's not serving me right now in this season of life but um down the road I'm sure there will be a time that I need or want it again but yeah that was a a pretty monumental step I took an hour ago by doing that because yeah that's that's therapy's been a huge part of my life for seven years um since I was 14 I started it so um imagining a life without it and imagining not having to work therapy into my my weekly schedule is kind of crazy and it's scary and it's exciting and it's new and um I'm excited to see you know what life has in store for me and the ways that I'm gonna grow without it um you know I was on medicine for years to help with my anxiety and it was really scary coming off of it when I did um a couple years ago Um, But I did it and it's been great for me and I'm just kind of hoping that that this experience with therapy is the same. Um, Also, if you hear car noise, it's because I'm sitting by my window and there's a lot of road noise here. And also I'm drinking a smoothie, so if you hear me awkwardly sipping that, just mind your business. Um, But yeah, so I'm feeling a little tired and mellow, but... Um, inspired nonetheless to come on here and just chat. Um, what I'm talking about today, I think is super interesting. We're going to be talking about burnout today. Um, what it means, what it feels like, and my personal opinion that the word has lost all meaning and is very, very, very overused in my generation. Me definitely being a culprit of that. I say that I'm burnt out probably once a day, (laughs) Um, literally all the time, like anyone could ask me how I'm feeling, and I'm like, I feel burnt out, I just went home and visited my parents last weekend, they were like, how are you feeling, I was like, I'm okay, but like I just feel super burnt out with school already, and I hear it from my friends at least once a week from all of them, like I feel like collectively right now I can say I can name like probably 10 people off the top of my head that have told me within the last two weeks that they feel burned out. Um, and I don't think that's any coincidence. I think it's it's because it's become like a popular term in culture recently and social media and all that stuff and just within my generation and on TikTok. And I don't know, it's just become one of those one of those words now that we kind of just use haphazardly. 
if that's the word haphazardly I don't I don't know um but just use kind of without thinking about it maybe um and I also think there's something to be said that people are feeling really tired and exhausted and you know quote-unquote burnt out in the way that that most people would describe feeling burnt out or define it. Um, so I, I don't think that like anyone's lying by saying that. When I say I feel burnt out, I feel burnt out in the way that I would define feeling burnt out. I just think that the way we define burnout is not actually what burnout is. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, yeah, so let's just start with what does burnout even mean? Um, I'm going to start out by defining it how I would define it and how I think most people would define it, most of my friends would define it, most people around my age and my generation would define it. I would just define it as feeling exhausted, feeling unmotivated, feeling like no matter how much I sleep, like I am just not rested, I am so tired, um, and things are feeling like a little mundane, a little bit you know, stuck in the routine, just kind of getting by day to day. That's that's kind of how I feel when I say I'm burnt out. And I think that's how most people my age mean it. But let's talk about the actual definition of it. Um, according to the APA Dictionary of Psychology, burnout is defined as physical, emotional, or mental exhaustion accompanied by decreased motivation, lowered performance, and negative attitudes towards oneself and others. Okay, so hearing that definition, I don't think it's super far off from how a lot of people would define it. I just think that it's a little, like the actual definition is a little more intense than what most of us are feeling. Um, for me personally, that last part, the, the um, negative attitudes towards oneself and others... Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I have that as a symptom when I say I'm feeling burnt out. I think I definitely have some like decreased self-esteem maybe and a little more irritability with people. But we have to remember like those symptoms come with a lot of different things. Those are symptoms of stress as well. Those are symptoms of um, lack of sleep. Those are symptoms of um, not eating enough food, not exercising enough, like When it comes to the mental health arena, there are so many different conditions or issues or whatever that have very similar symptoms. So we have to be careful not to read something online and go, oh, tick, tick, tick. We have like a few of those symptoms and so we must be burnt out or we must be depressed. Like maybe don't hold on to um, the symptoms and the definition as much. You know what I mean? Because if you do that, you might start diagnosing yourself with like, 10 bajillion things I know every time I have anything wrong with me the internet tells me I have some sort of cancer or horrible disease so can we really trust it um probably not but if you have a mental health professional in your life a therapist in your life um you can you know discuss with them a little more how they would define burnout and and if it seems like that's something that you're dealing with but but yeah that's the actual definition of it um then I looked up what does it feel like It said that being burnt out means feeling empty and mentally exhausted, devoid of motivation and beyond caring. People experiencing burnout often don't see any hope of positive change in their situations. If excessive stress feels like you're drowning in responsibilities, burnout is a sense of being all dried up. So I kind of want to note... 
this part. Let me see. People experiencing burnout often don't see any hope of positive change in their situations. I think this is the big thing that differentiates burnout from stress, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, I think that, yet again, a lot of my friends, a lot of people in my generation, me included, would say, "Um, yeah, I do feel a little empty. Yeah, I'm feeling mentally exhausted. Yeah, devoid of motivation. I wouldn't say I'm beyond caring, but maybe. Maybe some people are feeling that way. I think this is the part that sets it apart. People experiencing burnout often don't see any hope of positive change in their situations. I think that for me, and I'm going to keep speaking on behalf of my friends and people of my generation, but I'm one person and I could totally be projecting, so don't mind me. Um, But I think that majority of people, unless you're experiencing actual burnout or depression, you're not having that symptom of hopelessness. You know, for me, I'm going to speak for myself here. Right now, I would describe myself as feeling burnt out because I am mentally exhausted. I am tired. I'm feeling a little unmotivated. But I see an end in sight. I know that this exhaustion and this feeling of stress and just all all of this that, that I'm kind of feeling and experiencing right now, I know that it is due to just my life situation right now. School, trying to balance friends, starting a new job, now ending therapy, normal life changes that we all experience, right? I know that my tired feeling is from that. And it's kind of um, a buildup of school and work and everything over time is starting to make me feel a little depleted. However, I see an end in sight when I look at the weekend or um, Thanksgiving break or winter break or next summer, which is very far off. But once school is no longer really there, or work or some of these responsibilities that I deal with are no longer there, I see an end in sight. I also see an end in sight whenever I think about all the tools I have in my belt to deal with the current feelings that I'm having. Um, Oh, well, I'm feeling super stressed out today and I'm feeling super tired today. So tonight I'm going to take a bath and I'm going to journal and I'm going to watch, you know, a romantic movie or something fun that I like to do. And then after that, I'm going to start feeling a little bit more refreshed, a little bit more quote unquote like myself. Someone who's actually suffering from burnout wouldn't be able to kind of restore themselves that quickly, not in a self-care night, not in, um, you know, just a relaxing weekend. You know, they are so stuck in this feeling of burnout um, that they can't see beyond their current feelings and their current situation. They don't see an end in sight and they then start experiencing hopelessness. And that's why burnout can often lead to anxiety or depression, etc. So, um, I looked up five signs of burnout yet again. I feel like these signs kind of like relate to so many different things. Um, so many different things like just in the mental health arena that... It's it's just so hard because I think, yeah, a lot of people probably tick these five signs, but I don't know if it necessarily means that we're burnt out. Anyways, the five signs are anxiety, 
lack of sleep and general fatigue, lack of creativity and purpose, emotional numbness, and a cynical outlook. Yet again, like we, we're seeing some differences here between burnout and just a general, oh, I feel tired and stressed out and I have too much on my plate, right? Um, I think like the first three symptoms, pretty normal, anxiety, lack of sleep, fatigue, lack of creativity and purpose. Um, but emotional numbness, if you're experiencing that, then yeah, it's probably beyond just normal day-to-day stress, week-to-week stress, right? Like life stress. If you're feeling emotionally numb, you can't cry, you can't go out with your friends and genuinely like laugh and feel genuine joy and happiness. You're just emotionally numb. Every day you wake up, you feel nothing. You go to bed, you feel nothing. The next day you feel the exact same for like, you know, a week or two on end over an extended period of time. Not just like, oh, today I woke up and felt emotionally numb. No, an extended period of time you're feeling emotional numbness. Okay, well then yeah, there's an issue there. Like you're either experiencing depression or something or burnout, right? That would be actual burnout. Also that last point, a cynical outlook. That kind of goes back to what we were talking about hopelessness right like you're not seeing an end in sight so you begin to get more pessimistic you have a cynical outlook on your life right you don't see a solution maybe someone tries to give you advice someone tries to help you and you just say no you don't get it like it's not getting any better this is my life it sucks it is what it is and I'm just always going to be miserable that is like a cynical outlook that can stem from feeling burnt out And the reason I'm giving like these definitions and going into a further explanation is I'm trying to like dismantle how we define burnout. Um, The reason being because there's no, there's no issue, like real issue, I guess, with saying, oh, I feel burnt out. You can describe how you feel however you want. Your feelings are valid. No one's trying to take that away from you. If I say I feel burnt out, I do not want any of my friends or anyone in my life to come back at me and say, um, yeah, I actually think you just mean that you're stressed, you're tired and not like legitimately burnt out and then come back at me with like all these definitions and stuff. But the somewhat of an issue with defining your feelings as feeling burnt out is when you define too much with that or not define, I'm sorry, identify too much with that. It, it, it's exactly that. It becomes part of your identity and you start to truly believe, yeah, I'm just burnt out and, and there's no way out of it. And you truly identify with that. And then it's so much harder to get out of that rut. Like it's really difficult rather than shifting perspectives and saying, I'm tired today. Yeah, I've been tired a little bit lately. I'm noticing a pattern there. But I'm not going to identify with that feeling too much. I'm not going to identify it as as feeling burnt out because that's just going to feed into the issue more and then it's probably going to be a cycle where your brain wants to be right so if you start saying you feel burnt out your brain's going to look for reasons to feel burnt out right that's a scientific thing like your brain wants to be right okay so it's it's going to do that just like back when i would say well, I'm just going through a depressive episode right now. 
that would like trigger something in me where then I would identify my life and myself with, oh, I'm in a depressive episode right now. And then I was seeing everything through that lens, through the lens of knowing I'm in a depressive episode right now. And then my brain starts to look for things to validate that, right? And that can be a very slippery slope. So that's the reason I'm here defining all of these things and getting into the nitty gritty of it because I don't want anyone out there to, you know, not be genuinely burned out, but start saying that they are and then start to believe it. And then your brain's validating that. And then it's this slippery slope, right? Anyways, getting off my soapbox there. So then I just looked up straight up, what is the difference between stress and burnout? And it said, with stress, there is an end in sight, but getting there may be difficult. Burnout, on the other hand, is a cycle of negative emotions and withdrawal that result from investing too much into something emotionally, intellectually, or physically without doing anything to restore yourself. Now this here was really what like when I was looking up and researching for the podcast, I was like, ooh, like that little nugget I think is a kick in the butt because when I say I'm burnt out, I'm definitely not really feeling this. And listen, I I have genuinely experienced burnout before. I have. And I think most of us, you know, we probably have at some point or another. I'm not sure. Um, I definitely have, but I overuse the term like way too much. Um, And the reason being is it's, I like that it says it's this cycle and that it comes from investing too much into something emotionally, intellectually, or physically without doing anything to restore yourself. I think that last piece there is what really sets it apart from stress. And also the fact that with burnout, there's no end in sight. With stress, there is. Might be difficult to get there. Might even be difficult to see it. But there is an end in sight. With burnout, you're doing nothing to restore yourself. So if you're coming to me and you're saying, I'm just feeling really burnt out. But you've been doing all of these things that bring you joy and give you rest and restore how you feel. Are you genuinely burnt out? No. You may be overwhelmed. You may be stressed. You may be anxious. You may be struggling. You might be having a difficult time. But I don't think burnout is the correct word, right? Investing too much into something. Maybe school can get you there. Maybe you're investing too much into school. But most likely, you're just frustrated, annoyed, tired, and over it with the schoolwork, with going to classes, right? And you're over it, and you feel mentally exhausted, and you say, so I must be burnt out. But are you really investing a lot emotionally, intellectually, and physically into school? Maybe you're listening to this going, yeah, Brooke, I actually am. And I am legitimately burnt out from how you're defining things. Okay, then you are. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, burnout is a real thing. I'm just trying to debunk why we overuse it so much. But yeah, that is the difference between stress and burnout. Okay. 
So let's say I've gone through this whole episode and you are like, tick, 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 tick. I am burnt out. Like she's trying to explain what burnout is, what it isn't, how it's different from stress, but I am burnt out. Well, to that I would say, first of all, I am sorry because that is not a good place to be and it's it can be challenging to get back from, right? But I wanted to talk about some ways that we can actually overcome burnout. Before I get there though, I want to talk about the reason why I think my generation experiences burnout more often or you know, experiences what they define as burnout. So yeah, maybe it's it's not legitimately burnout in the way that we've defined it here today, but the way that you yourself define burnout, whether that just is, hey, I'm sleeping and I still feel tired or I'm unmotivated, however you define it. I think the reason that my generation is feeling this so often, and there are several reasons. I mean, I'm sure we could, you know, get into that a bunch and, and you know, argue a bunch of different reasons and different points there. But I think a few of them, my guess, one would be how much we're looking at a screen. Um, I know personally, I'm not on my phone much these days anymore. I went off of Instagram in the spring, in February actually, and um, I just got it back a, a week ago. So I'm really not on social media too much. I would say I maybe spend um, I don't know, two hours tops on my phone a day, which is still a good bit, but I'm just saying, not on my phone much. However, I'm looking at my computer screen all day or day <laughs> for school, um, and when I'm not looking at that, I am on my phone, and when I'm not doing that, I'm watching TV. So I'm looking at a screen all the time, um, and that's majority of people nowadays, and definitely majority of people in my generation. Um, And I think particularly social media can be very draining and lead to feelings of burnout um, because our brain is just taking in so much information. And while it's taking the information in, it's trying to store it, it's trying to analyze it, it's trying to make sense of it. Um, And we're often comparing ourselves to it as well, which is draining in, in every sense of the word. So I think that that's a reason why a lot of us feel burnt out is when we do have a little free time from school or our responsibilities, you know, whether that be work or um, looking after our siblings or helping our parents with this or, you know, cooking dinner and grocery shopping. Those responsibilities of day-to-day life, I think that when we get some time away from that and we have an opportunity to actually step back and quote-unquote relax what do most of us do? We pick up our phone and then we scroll on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Well, even though I think that's okay to do for a period of time, I think it's okay to distract yourself. Doing it to the extent that most of us do it is not actually relaxing at all. It's having the opposite effect and it's making us more restless. It's giving us a shorter attention span. And I think overall it is leading to feelings of burnout. Um, So I think that that's a major contributor. I think another reason that a a person may be feeling burnt out is just routine can sometimes feel very exhausting. Um, You know, if you have classes or work Monday through Friday and it's kind of the same schedule Monday through Friday, I think that can lead to what a lot of people would describe as burnout when really it's just, it's life feeling mundane and maybe overwhelming and, and a little bit stressful and 
exhausting and normal human emotions, right? I think another thing may be, you know, not being outside enough, not being active enough, sitting around, you know, when we're on our laptops, when we're on our technology, what are we doing? We're sitting, <laughs> like we're sitting in our bed, we're laying down, we're not being very active, you know, um, we're being couch potatoes. And even though some might be like, well, isn't that restful because I'm sitting and my body's relaxing? Well, I actually, I feel more tired when I'm sitting on the couch all day, rather than if I were even to just go outside for 10 minutes on a walk or go to the gym and walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes or something. Like, it's important to get moving. Um, and then I think another reason someone might feel burnt out is is just not taking time for yourself. And I'm not saying time of, you know, even just doing a face mask or scrolling on your phone or whatever, but purposeful intentional time um you know if you have a faith maybe that looks like spending time with God alone doing a bible study and having that quiet time with him um maybe it just looks like journaling but some sort of intentional time I do a lot of reading for school I'm reading six textbooks right now for my classes I do a lot of reading week in and week out but I also really enjoy reading for myself And so that's been something important to me is to read a book that I want to read, that no one's assigning to me, that no one's saying you have to get this many pages done this week. No, just on my own time, on my free time by myself. That would be an example of taking intentional time for yourself. So kind of on that same note, let's talk about some ways to overcome burnout. And these are just a few and it kind of piggybacks off of what I was just talking about. But I think nature is one of them. I think even if you have schoolwork to do or work to do on your laptop, getting outside and doing it, sitting in the sun for a little bit, I think is great. Um, I think another way is just doing like a few cleansing breaths, um, like even every hour or just when you're feeling yourself get overwhelmed, like taking a step back and breathing and just maybe saying a mantra in your head. Um, and a cleansing breath is where you breathe in through the nose and then you breathe out through your mouth and sigh, which sounds weird. But even if you do like three it's just a good reset and it's a good way to ground yourself and say, hey, I'm here. I have control over my feelings. I have control over my situation. I have control over my life right now. Let's restore. Let's refresh ourselves, right? Um, I think another way to overcome burnout can potentially be being with friends. But that could be tricky because friends can also make us feel burnt out. Um, well, not intentionally, but if if we overbook ourselves with social situations, we can feel burnt out. So Making sure you're choosing people that don't drain you and that instead uplift you and that you guys can just uplift each other and it's it's a stress-free hang and it's just like a good refill your battery type of hangout. I think that can be a way to overcome burnout. I think, like I said, self-care and intentional time with yourself. I think also a switch up in routine. Now, obviously, if you work um, you know, nine to five, Monday through Friday. Yeah. You can't really be switching up your hours and stuff. Or if you have classes from this time to this time, you can't be like, I'm just not showing up today or I'm switching my class. Like, no, you can't do that. But I think you can switch up other parts of your routine. And I think, um, the importance of this is just taking away from that feeling of like, every day is the same. I wake up and I do this and I go to bed and I do this and it's so miserable. Um, I think even small changes in a routine can be healthy. Um, and then if you are feeling genuinely burnt out, not really, 
um, stressed and whatnot, but genuinely you, you think you have burnout. I mean, it could stress too. I mean, I think this applies to everything, but if you really do like think, okay, I'm listening to this and I, I am struggling with burnout, therapy, talk to a mental health professional, like someone who can genuinely sit you down and decipher why are you feeling the way you're feeling. Clearly what you're doing right now isn't working for you and you don't want to live a life where you hate your life and you wake up every day feeling emotionally numb and burnt out. So a change needs to be made. Um, And sometimes we don't know how to make those changes on our own. And sometimes we need someone to come in and guide us or to intervene or tell us, you know, where to go next, what to do, what are some tools, like, or just someone to talk to. And that's where a mental health professional can really come in and be beneficial. Um, So I'm going to close it out here. I talked a lot longer than I thought I was going to. But I just want to say thank you for listening. I'm hopefully going to podcast more, but definitely not going to force it. It might be another six months until I make another episode. I don't know. But I was feeling inspired today and um, just thought this was like something interesting to talk about because I just hear burnout all the time all the time all the time and I feel it all the time so I wanted to talk about it um but yeah if you are struggling I just I hope you guys know that you're loved um and that you have someone out there rooting for you um and that you're gonna make it through whatever season of life that you're in you know you can do a lot more than you think you can and we're capable of handling a lot more than than we think we can oftentimes so Allow yourself to surprise yourself with what you can accomplish and achieve and handle. Um, I also just want to say that I'm looking at my window right now and this guy's walking on the road barefoot, singing to whatever he's listening to. And I just think we should all try to be more like him because he does not look like he gives a single shit. And that's how I'm trying to be. So let's all aspire to be more like barefoot guy today and tomorrow all right y'all I love you thank you for listening and hopefully you hear from me again soon